0: What's going on today? We are going to be testing the new acoustic podcast zone. I finally have my new office up and running. I've been spending a lot of time lately trying to, you know, get the house where I want it to and actually have kind of a good livable space where I feel like I can work and be productive and, you know, follow Maria's mantra where she likes to truly tell me almost every day and believe that the space around you... Really promotes your productivity. So, if you have a space that promotes productivity, a clean, organized, efficient space that maximizes all of that, then you will be more efficient, more productive, and so on. And then conversely, if you have a messy space where things are disorganized and don't work for you in the way that you like to stay organized, then you will not be that way. Uh, so I finally am getting my office there. It's not all the way there yet, but it's uh, I have all the sound boards up, and so it should sound much better today. So I'm excited to listen to this one, uh, but also just kind of wanted to get down some stuff, some food for thought on my Fridays, and also going to post a couple really good articles that I've been reading and been listening to lately. And I think you guys might enjoy that. That'll be on the blog post on friendshipfitness.com today as well. So today I want to talk a little bit about my dream or what I think the future of Friendship Fitness, what I think the future of fitness generally, what I think the future of CrossFit could look like and what I want it to look like and how I want to be a product for change both as a leader and somebody who's making decisions and promoting pushing that ball ever forward and constantly striving for improvement in every facet of both our business but our industry and myself as you know a coach and somebody who looks forward and can kind of maybe not predict the future but see a better future for at least the clients who believe in what we believe in right the clients who want to come aboard for the journey and tell their friends and family that this is a better way. And I'm going to kind of tell you guys what that looks like for me. So as we go into 2019, this has been consuming a lot of my thought. And, you know, the first thing that I think is always important is to do a big self-evaluation before you start to undergo any change. And make sure that you feel like you are at a time and a place in your life where you feel ready to start to take on some of these bigger challenges. Things that, you know, in the past have made me nervous because I maybe don't have my shit all the way together or I don't know where I'm at with... You know, my relationships or, you know, having kids or marriage or, you know, where we're at with employees and all those other kinds of things. But I feel like right now I'm in a really good situation to be able to sit and think about this stuff critically and be able to make moves and make decisions that will help promote this moving forward. And so the self evaluation is always the important first part. And otherwise I wouldn't start thinking this, you know, big picture towards things and make sure that I was taking care of myself and my own shit first. But as we start to look forward, guys, you know, I've had a lot of conversations lately just about, you know, opioids and overprescriptions and, you know, the how quick people are to truly trust a doctor. And this is the conversation I had yesterday with my mom. And what she said when she was working in a doctor's office and she was a nurse and she, you know, worked in a couple of different fields as a nurse. But what she would say is it would be, you know, one of the first questions that you get asked when you sit down is, what prescription drugs are you currently taking? And she was just floored at how many people don't know the answer to that question. Well, you know, I take a small white one and I think I take a couple big blue ones and it's four total. And they they didn't know. They didn't know what they were taking the pill for. They didn't know the name of the pill. They were blindly following the advice of this medical professional. And, you know, this stems back, she said, and this is kind of my mom's words, and she's, she kind of pegged her parents' generation as really the first people who just started to take the word of a doctor as the word of God, you know, and it was it was religion. It was believed. It was Faith, you know, is really what it was. And the problem is, is now we still have that culture. But what's happened is the doctor's education, the research, all that stuff has been bought, right? It's been bought by pharmaceutical companies. It's been bought by advertising agencies, it's been manipulated at the government level with the FDA and, regu- you know, all the regulations posed on everything, all the food subsidies, everything has kind of put us in this ass backward situation where everybody's walking around like an idiot and they don't know what to do. And they're blindly trusting these doctors that it's really no fault of their own, but they're just misinformed, miseducated. And so the podcast that I'm going to post today for people to listen to is about the future of health. And it was sent to me by Ed, who Ed is a phenomenal resource, a, a former thoracic surgeon by trade. And now he's gone and uh, does some private sector stuff for Johnson & Johnson. But he's an amazing resource and a forward and a critical thinker in the fight of you know functional medicine and thinking about these problems more critically critically. critically and more big picture. But, you know, to go back to the discussion on how people think about this and believe this, like, this is what I think is should be the norm, right? It should be the last, the absolute last thing to start to take a pill to fix a problem, right? To have surgery to fix a problem. These should be last resorts. These should be things that are thought through critically, and the person should be educated on the pill that they're going to be taking. It should be required that they know the name, they know the appropriate dosage, they know the side effects, they are fully aware of what they are taking. And the problem is, is people just don't take ownership over their own health and wellness anymore. And so the discussion we got to over dinner the other night was, you know, and it's, this is going to sound super harsh, but is it really worth caring about people? Darwinism would tell you that if somebody doesn't care about their own health and well-being, if they don't care about that anymore, then natural order is going to take over. And that is kind of what's happening. People who don't care about their health and wellness, they're dying. And they're dying from chronic disease. And it is a little bit of fault of the system, but at the same time, you have to take some stock and some investment and you have to take the care into your own hands to actually give a shit about what you're putting into your body, who you're trusting with your body and with your life and with your health and what all goes into that. And if people are just handing out pills left and right, and that's doctors first fix to problems, not their last, but their first fix to problems. And then people are blindly following that without any education on their own. But what happens then is these people will take pills and spend hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of dollars feeding pharmaceutical companies. And the pharmaceutical companies turn around and they reinvest that money to make sure that that system continues to grow and build and be the way that things are. And we're there now. And so my mom was reading something and it was, you know, really interested in the staggering statistics in small towns, rural America, and how many pharmacies per capita they have, and how quick they are to prescribe opioid drugs. And you know, consequently, not not a coincidence, I don't think, but uh, th- those are the places where heroin is at. You know, it's hitting the hardest, it's killing the most people, it's an epidemic, it's in rural America, and so these things are all interlinked. And the fix to the problem, I'm not telling you to just not blatantly not trust doctors. I'm telling you to be skeptical of anybody and anything from a health and wellness perspective, right? You should be asking questions about your doctor. If you just go to your doctor and I ask you, why do you go to that doctor? And you're like, oh, because my family's always gone there. That's the common answer I always get. I don't know anybody else. You know, it's not a referral system. It's not a because they're proven or they're, you know, I like their approach. I did a lot of research and I studied the doctor that I want to take my family and my kids to. And we came to the conclusion that his approach to health and wellness and fitness and prescription drugs and so on, we liked it the best because it fit my values and it fit my family and it fit my beliefs. People don't make that decision anymore. We're literally just signing up with the same doctor that our parents used, and it's the same practice. And then when that doctor turns over, we just keep going to the same practice. And so we're feeding this same system and there's a lack of critical thought in that system. So my vision for the future is, first of all, for people to just take a critical look at the choices that they make. How do you consume information, first of all? Do you read about the prescription drugs that you're taking or that are already prescribed to you? Do you understand the path to get off of those? You are not supposed to be on prescription drugs for an extended period of time. You're not there should be a clear path that should be either laid out to you by a doctor or you should be finding somebody who can articulate the path to getting off of those, right? If you come to us and you start talking about, you know, you're on diabetes medication. Okay, awesome. Here's our path to get through that, right? We're going to control the consumption of high glycemic carbohydrates. We're going to get you on a meal plan that's very close to a Whole30 and we're going to start dialing in your nutrition, Along those same lines, we're going to make sure that you're hydrating properly and you've got good sleep and stress management patterns. Once that stuff's dialed in, then we'll start adding in exercise three to five days a week at a moderate but relative intensity to you. And then we're just going to chip away at that for an extended period of time. Consistency. That is a plan. That is a path, right? If the doctor who puts you on diabetes medication or pre-diabetes medication, which you can talk to some of our pharmacists, some of our nurse practitioners, they are handing out pre-diabetic medication at ridiculous stages at this point, okay? If you don't understand the plan to get off of those, my first dream, my first vision is for friendship to be a location, to be a fight. In that informational battle, the educational battle, you can come in and tell us, I'm taking these prescription drugs, and we have a team of people who can actually give you a prescription back for how to get off your prescription. Here is what I recommend. If you follow these steps and you do it consistently, you will no longer have to take that drug, right? Blood pressure medication, diabetes medication right? Uh, Depression medication, there's, there's, these are the common ones that everybody is taking, it's, it's astounding to me, how often I hear that people are still taking these medications, and it's like, you know, we really should be like, I don't, we should just stop caring about how much weight you're lifting, or how much how your Metcons are going, how your mile times improving, we should just be dialed in 100%, every ounce of our being just dedicated to getting you off this prescription drug, and then everything else will be a bonus. So that's one of the first things that I see out of our facility is, is being the first step to help people make that adjustment. Along those lines, we have some really exciting potential opportunities. Sarah Eisenhart, who is my first podcast guest, if you guys have been listening, I hope you listened to hers because she just went through the CrossFit Level 1 health certification. So CrossFit Health is a new thing that CrossFit HQ is starting to devote almost all of its resources to. And what I think they believe is the future for CrossFit and it's really cool for me because you know I've had this vision now for about two years that I want to work towards and it's not going down the CrossFit games path it's not devoting more resources to Matt Frazier and Tia Toomey's pockets or, you know, documentaries and, you know, flashy, sexy shirts off selling Reebok stuff left and right. Instead, it's investing in people's life changes. And that's really what excites me. That's what I want to be a part of. And so it's cool to see that CrossFit's making that switch. But Sarah was able to go to the seminar. She was able to talk to Greg Glassman about his vision for the future and some potential research projects that we could potentially be a part of one of the first CrossFit research projects. So that's a really exciting thing that we have on the horizon here. Um, You know, that'll be something that'll hopefully be eventually open to friendship clients. And that can maybe be something that starts a ball rolling. That's, I want to be at the forefront of this. I want to be one of the first facilities uh, that is able to do this. And so I'm hopeful that that works out. But regardless of whether it does or not, Sarah is an amazing, you know, confident, strong, intelligent young woman who is very convicted in understanding what the stuff that we're talking about. And it's so it's amazing to see that, you know, this certification is something that she was interested in going and paying for herself and being a part of and investing in that education in that future. And so I had this dream of seeing, you know, her inside of one of our facilities, and seeing other doctors and practitioners, seeing Jenny as a doctor of physical therapy, somebody like Dr. Craft or Dr. Alm as a chiropractor, somebody like Sarah Whaley as a licensed massage therapist, and somebody who really understands the idiosyncrasies of the body. You know, getting people in there that can that can support our dietitians and our coaches and our trainers to create this you know coalition this this group of people that are all working towards that same goal and it's optimizing you know your health and wellness and giving you sort of a one-stop shop right whatever whatever you've got going on right whether it's blood tests or it's you know you have back pain you have disc problems you need rehab on surgery on a shoulder whatever it might be we have And, you know, barring some major acute injury where you're going to need to go to urgent care or the ER, we have in-house doctors and a team of people that are supportive of getting you healthy and well and really honestly keeping you free and independent of the requirement of having to see a doctor so this plan and prescription and stuff can be you know carried across the team you know we can sit down and we can have a three or a four way meeting And the chiropractor can say to the licensed massage therapist, look, her hip flexors are super tight, which is tugging and pulling her pelvis forward, which is putting a lot of pressure on her back. And the trainer can sit there and say, okay, great. That means that we're not going to do a lot of You know, hip hinging or sagittal plane movements for the next little bit. We're gonna do a little bit more, you know, unilateral. We're gonna do some single legs, some step up work, and we're gonna work a lot of bracing. And we're gonna try to make sure that we're doing some mobility for those hips before we get into anything. We're gonna back off the weights a little bit, okay? And so this this team then can sit down and they can help you carry out your prescription more effectively. They can help you stave off injuries more effectively and really get more out of your body and get more out of your performance effectively. And so I want to build this system. And, you know, the, the cool part is, is the model's already there. And for those of you guys who remember Sideburns, he's gone off and he's tried and he's working to build this. And he's an M.D., He's a guy who is trying to be on that doctor end of things. So it's cool that doctors really want us. They see the value in CrossFit. They see the value in community. They see the value in people who are invested truly in their health and wellness. And what we can do then is we can create little pockets inside of communities. And it might only be three or 400 people, right, in Dublin, in Powell, in downtown, in Clintonville, in Grandview, in Hilliard, you know, three or four hundred people in each of those communities of 10 or 20,000. But those people are like the one percent like they are they, they're the people who have beaten depression and they've gotten off of all of their prescription drugs and they are ingrained in a system of health and wellness that they're passing on to their family. And they have now built generational health and wellness. Right. So it's not just us. Okay, it's not just, you know, Sarah and Sean Clifton or Shelly and John Sturgeon, it is their kids, right? And when the Clifton boys and the Sturgeon girls grow up, right, that could be six people that now are just elite level health and wellness, you know, boys and girls, And they are the ones then passing that. And they understand that the fix for a bad back isn't to sit on a couch. It's to move. It's to understand what the underlying problem is. What is my linchpin issue that is causing this back problem? And let me figure out a way and build a prescription to work through it with practitioners who understand that, who are smart and intelligent and forward-thinking. They aren't just regurgitating... The status quo to support, you know, these big business opportunities. And so that's why I like small shops. That's why I promote small businesses. I support a lot of independent contractors and I support a lot of, you know, local businesses because I feel like they are the ones who are kind of battling against these major industrial issues that our society faces, advertising, and you know, big money lobbying, and all this other shit that sits there, and none of us have any clue on a macro level how to beat it. Okay, The only thing that I do know how to do is help make families more healthy help get people off prescription drugs, how to help get people eating better and build better habits. Those are things I do know how to do, but I do know that I can only do that for about 50 to 60 people myself. And so then I have to hire coaches who can then do it for 50 to 60 people themselves. And then hopefully those coaches can train new coaches in the future, you know, 15, 20, 30 years down the road. Once I've, you know, retired and am hopefully sitting on a beach somewhere, getting vitamin D and living up like a true non-Ohio healthy summer, right? Like getting some good weather and some sand in a beach when I'm like 50 or 60, right? Uh, and, And hopefully that can create a system where those coaches, you know, Mitchell, he's 21, you know, when he's 35, when he's my age, 15 years from now, he's training a new 20 or 21 year old, right? That might be Seth Clifton okay, and he might be super interested in helping people improve their lives and get off prescription drugs, and so then you can create this generational issue that is going only going to be getting worse from a societal perspective, right, you look at kids today, they have worse posture, they move worse, they're sitting on cell phones all day long, they're going to have electronic depression is going to be a very real possibility in all of their lives, right, They're going to have relationship issues because they don't have the interpersonal skills. There is going to be serious issues that are going to be facing them. But the people who are going to overcome that are the people who learn healthy habits at a young age and who are ingrained in situations where they're learned and proven, proven positive habits, right? The parents show them this is the way, prioritize health and fitness. We go to the gym no matter what. We eat healthy on a regular basis like clockwork. Breakfast every day is made, it is prepared, it is a system, okay? We read to improve ourselves every day. We engage in relationships. We sit and look each other in the eye and we talk to each other about stuff. Those people who have those skills and habits, they are going to be so successful in this life because they are going to be so rare, And if you're setting your kids up for anything right now, setting them up with a healthy lifestyle, yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. That's going to get them way ahead of other people. They're going to have more energy, more excitement, more power, strength, physical strength, and mental strength, right? But moreover, you're putting them in a situation that is communal, that is social. They learn appropriate communication with adults. They learn leadership skills, teamwork skills, all these other things that are necessary for some of these kids and as they start to grow up, those opportunities are going to be less and less and less. It gets easier and easier every day to hide behind a keyboard and argue on Facebook, to sit there and Snapchat your friends instead of having a conversation with them. So if we can put them in situations where they can develop those skills, you're building a absolute asset for any business, whatever they decide they want to do. That confidence is going to be the most rare resource in the future for these kids, I think, right? Outside of healthy kids, okay? So if we think about that, if that's what we're building, we need to think about how in these communities we can build these generational health and wellness opportunities. And that's kind of the idea, right? So now we know where we want to go and we want to set these models up to be able to have the opportunity to bring in some of these doctors and bring in some of these practitioners. And I've seen it on a small scale with just Jenny and Sarah when they were working together a lot and Jenny even independently. But now with Andy taking on the nutrition stuff, we're gonna be bringing on more teams of dieticians to help people so that they can look at the prescription drugs, they can look at blood tests, they can make these fixes for you. And then they can talk to doctors, they can talk to trainers, they can talk to our coaching staff, and they can say this is what this person needs, right, they need more activity, right, or they need less stress, right, whatever it might be, and they need to be dialed in with nutrition, okay, so all of this is kind of the the future vision, this is the dream that I have, and what will happen then is as a community in Columbus, If you have, you know, 20 suburbs, 30 suburbs, and each one of those has three or 400 people, well, now you're talking about nine to 12,000 people inside of each city that are showing the way. They're our case study. They're the proven, you know, subjects of this movement. And what will happen is soon enough, people start to realize, right? I don't need to listen to this blog on the internet or I don't need to follow this online program that's going to tell me I'm going to burn fat in 30 days or take this pill or take that pill. I just need to do what all these 10,000 people seem to be doing and they seem to be unbelievably happy and unbelievably successful. So why don't I just go and do that? And then you can start to actually have a real impact inside of those communities. So when we started this concept of change the world one friend at a time, We meant it more as, you know, bring your friends and get them involved with the community because this is what we enjoy more than anything. We enjoy hanging out with our friends and socializing and having a community of supportive and positive people that just come in and engage in an activity together and just enjoy their hour. And they smile and they hug each other and they tell each other they're proud of them. You know, no matter what, they support you no matter what. And so we thought that you know, just bringing your friends to be in that atmosphere would be a powerful movement. And we were right. You know, I think that it has had a powerful movement. But now, you know, I think about it and it's like, man, it could mean more than that. It could mean that and more, right? Now, I truly believe we have the systems in place for that to mean change a life by referring somebody. You know, you have a friend who feels stuck, they've been in these situations, they've been depressed for too long, or they haven't been able to get out of these situations that are difficult, they're challenging, because there's no education out there. They don't know what to eat. They don't know how to get off their prescription drugs. They feel like they're stuck in this loop, in this trap, and they don't know how to get out. And so referring somebody to us, especially now, but even more so in the future, that can help people get out of a trap. And so you really can get to the point where you can change a world one friend at a time. So I'm super excited for the future and you know honestly the the next few months and you know the next year will breed a lot of really exciting opportunities for you know everybody at friendship and everybody who's followed this you know podcast or you know the blog or listened and followed along and supported us, You know, I appreciate your confidence in me and your communication with me to tell me things like, you guys need to do more. You need to be more a part of our community. I'd love to see you guys, you know, offer access to doctors or the medical community that you know and trust. I'd love for you to vet people and doctors for us so that I know that people are sort of like you know, certified friendship people and that they, you know, sort of believe what we believe. And that's why Dr. Kraft and Dr. Alm have been so amazing with us and such a great opportunity for us to work with. And that's why Jenny's been so amazing is, you know, sometimes when you're in those big business systems, you get bogged down by bureaucracy and you have to do things for pure financial gains. And it's not what's best for the client. And you can talk to those guys about what that looks like in their industries And then also telling us things like, you know, I think the teens program in X and Y and Z community would be amazing. And they need it so badly. And if you guys would do something, I would do anything to support you. And then the amount of people who have come to me and said, I would love to be a part of this movement. I would love to be a part of your business or what you guys are doing. Anything in the future, if you need something, please don't hesitate to ask. That means so much more to me than people understand Uh, and you know it's motivated me and you know it's motivating me for the future and it's helping me spend a little bit more time on you know my vision for the impact that we all can have and you know it's not just us as coaches and trainers it's so much you guys as the community and how you communicate to other people about why you come to our facility or what you do when you come to our facility or what you've achieved and how you communicate that outwardly. You know, I know a lot of people feel comfortable to communicate things to me. But sometimes you don't know that your neighbor is fighting the same battle or your brother is fighting the same battle as you are. You know, they're they're struggling to get off depression medication or, you know, the battles that people are facing around you are so similar. But nobody talks about it. Everybody is so stuck in this trying to make their lives look perfect on Instagram and their lives look perfect on Facebook that they're so afraid to just tell people, you know, I have been struggling taking five pills a day for 10 years and it sucks and I'm wasting a ton of money and I hate the way they make me feel and all I want to do is I want to get off of them, but I don't know how. And if you can communicate that you guys should come and you should see these people, you guys can trust in us for that, that we will help that person achieve that. And that will be met halfway. And obviously there's a huge part of that is on the client, right? It's, it's us, like we can help, we can again, show you the system, keep you accountable on the implementation of it. But at the end of the day, the consistency is always on you. And so we can try to do our best and do our part. And that's all we can do. But If you do your best to communicate that and we do our best to help that person follow through, then we will, on a long enough timeline, get to the point where we really do have an impact. We have an impact on the Columbus community and then hopefully somebody has an impact on the Cleveland community. Some other gyms have an impact on the Cincinnati community. And then sure enough, over the long timeline, you look at it and you're like, wow, these facilities have moved the needle and it's changed medicine. Right. And I hope CrossFit HQ does that on a macro. I think they keep attacking, you know, Coke and sugar and bad research studies from medical standpoint and all this other stuff that they're going after. I think they take that stuff on big picture. And I think that's amazing. But I think it's our role as affiliates, as smaller communities, smaller pockets to fight that battle a little bit more independently. And so that's my dream and that's my vision. That's my passion for where I'm going to be putting all my energy, putting my focus over, you know, the next few years. And I'm super excited about it. And I hope you guys are too. And I hope you guys are excited to be along for the ride and excited to say that you are a part of something that, uh, you know, really had a tangible benefit in both in your community, but also in people's lives. You know, and a lot of people ask me why I walked away from law school and why I made some of the decisions I have over the last few years. And you know, a big part of it is the more I sit down, the more I think about this, like it just gets me amped. It gets me so juiced. You're gonna have such a meaningful impact on people and you're gonna be able to have communications with people where they smile and they cry and they hug you and they have life breakthroughs and you make a meaningful impact. And the more I put myself in other situations and opportunities, I knew I could be a successful lawyer, but I didn't know that I would be able to have that kind of an impact. You know, I didn't know that I would be able to share in successes and victories with people, with their families and with themselves like I do now. And so it didn't excite me as much when my feet hit the ground every day. What gets me up and what keeps me excited, you know, is, is what we just talked about. And so I hope that you guys understand what that looks like for you. And I hope that you guys are able to chase and pursue a passion that is something that, you know, excites you just the same because the feeling I get and the motivation that I have to achieve that stuff um you know there's there's really no explaining it and so uh anyway this is uh this is just some food for thought for some Fridays and you know sorry if I I went like super you know overboard or got a little crazy on you guys there but um you know it's the the future is is super exciting and super bright and you know it's um you know, it's something that uh, I hope you guys are super proud to say that you're a part of friendship, even if it's just at one point, right? Even if it's just a blip on on your health career and your health path and we showed you the way and maybe we introduce you to a husband or a wife or we, you know, showed you how to exercise or introduce you to CrossFit to where you felt comfortable getting a, a garage gym and doing training on your own. Even if you don't do it with our facility anymore, you were a part of the journey and I hope that we were able to teach you something along the way. So thanks for listening, guys. And thank you for being a part of the journey. And, you know, I hope that I don't disappoint you uh, going forward. And you guys are continually proud to say that you're a friendship or at heart.